This podcast sponsored by Prime Super, a leading industry super fund specialising in the health and aged care sector. Go to primesuper.com.au to see what we can do for you. The University of Southern Queensland has welcomed back a group of nine nursing students from placement in northern Vietnam. The trip saw the students travel from hospitals in Hanoi and Machau to mobile clinics in rural communities. Nursing Reviews spoke to Associate Professor of Nursing, Coralie Graham, who organised the trip and went along with students. So, yeah, where did this programme come from and, and how long have you been running it? Um, basically, we had our, our first uh, Vietnam clinical placement back in... Um, we took the first cohort in 2000, January 2018. And so initially it started from me finding out that uh, Griffith University um, ran a program up into Laos and um, using New Colombo plan funding, applying for uh, New Colombo plan funding. Mm. And so I contacted Griffith University and uh, we put in what is known as a consortium application. Um, and so they generously have um, provided a lot of education uh, to us in terms of you know how to how to run a successful clinical placement in another country, and um, and so we've now had two successful applications um, with a consortium application bid, um, and so we we've sent uh, two groups um, that are half Griffith students and half um, University of Southern Queensland nursing students. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I mean, it's a great idea and it sounds awesome. I mean, the, obviously these students have to do their placements anyway, but is it throwing them in the deep end a bit, sending them overseas or, or is that part of the, the idea? Uh, absolutely not. We don't want to throw them in the deep end. Um, the, I mean, we obviously they, they're facilitated on the, on the clinical placements. So the way that it works is that um, because this is a consortium application bid, uh, USQ sends a supervisor um, and Griffith sends a supervisor and um, basically we work with the local health workers in Vietnam and so it's very, very much supported. So mm-hmm. uh, we work with the local communities, we um, um, have interpreters so the students gain skills in using interpreters which I think is a skill that we don't necessarily have but desperately need in our multicultural society and healthcare. I think often... Patients and family members are not provided with an interpreter mainly because of the lack of skills and the lack of knowledge uh, by healthcare workers. So I think that it's a great skill for um, certainly for our students to to gain to learn, um, mm. as well as the knowledge that they gain in assessing people working in the um, in the clinics that we set up in terms of chronic disease um, and all of the social determinants of health looking after conditions that you wouldn't otherwise necessarily see in Australia. Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, I spoke to Joanne earlier and it sounded like she's going to come back with more cultural sensitivity. It sounded like she that was something she took away. Is that kind of part of it that you know people have been exposed to other cultures and they'll be able to bring that back to hospitals here? Yeah, absolutely. And so um, being being able to to be culturally safe um, and so being aware, I mean, in an environment like that, you're kind of um, exposed, I guess, to your own to your own views, and it gets you to reflect on on how 
you interact with people from different cultural groups. And even though we were in Vietnam, a lot of those skills that the students are going to develop are going to be highly applicable in Australia, both with a multicultural society and also with our Indigenous population. And it sounds like it was uh, almost a bit of an education exchange. Oh, very much. It's very, yeah, it's very, very much a mutual um a mutual learning experience for the, the local health workers that gain a lot from um, from us, and we learn a lot from them. Mm-hmm. And so you went along, um, Coralie? Yeah, absolutely. So I've been on the last two um, the last two placements, and we're now trying to develop some uh, some additional um, competency in a, in other in other academics, so that um, yeah, so that they so that we can have a team of people who are um, able to to manage the, the clinical places. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you, you know, you're a vastly experienced nurse and, and professor, but did you learn anything going over there? I learned so much. <laughs> yeah, no, I learned, I learned very much. I learned how lucky we are to live in Australia, how lucky we are to, I mean, I guess I knew that I've travelled a lot um, in countries where, where there is a lot of, um, the, the, the healthcare systems are not as developed. But yeah, no. Look, I always learn a lot about me, um, and a lot about see, just seeing um, health conditions that we just don't see. Um, certainly, in in a regional area or a metropolitan area, maybe you would see uh, extreme conditions that haven't ever been managed in very uh, very rural Australia, uh, and maybe in our indigenous population, but. Yeah, no, I've absolutely learnt, learnt a lot. For people, if they have the opportunity, would it be the only thing that I would say is to take the opportunity uh, to go and uh, have, a, have the experience. It challenges us. It's, uh, it's certainly not a holiday. Um, you know, a lot of the environment that we go into, because we're up in the mountains, we're up in the rural and remote areas, um, and it's cold and... Um, you know, it's pretty. It's it's. We don't have the comforts of home, but it makes makes you realise, I guess, about the social determinants of even people in Australia who don't have access to heating or uh, all of the luxuries that most of us are used to. It really teaches us, I think, a lot about that. So I would just encourage people if they have the opportunity to um, to to take advantage of it. We also spoke with Joanne Stefanaris. She's in her final year of a Bachelor of Nursing based out at the Ipswich campus of USQ. Going over was nerve-wracking and, you know, going through clinical, you know, what we would normally do over here um, in our placements in Australia to going over there and having um, interpreters trying to get out what we need to get across to do a clinical, you know, assessment, going into just a diverse culture, mm-hmm. culture change. Yeah, lots of lots of different things that were nerve wracking, but exciting at the same time. So, what what were the places? Were you in one of the mobile clinics in the rural settings, or were you in more in a in a city setting? Or yeah, so describe some of the areas and some of the stuff you got up to. So, first of all, we um, we were in Hanoi, so we 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 were there for a few nights. So we got to see a couple of the hospitals in Hanoi and My Chow. Then we went out to My Chow and into um, you know the hospital in My Chow. And then we headed out, we're all further out into the, um, into the villages and did clinics in the villages. 
So what skills do you think that you learned there that you wouldn't have been able to get on a regular placement in a hospital just in, in you know, suburban Australia? Obviously, it's a developing country, so just improvising and um, obviously even just getting the um, clinical skills to, you know, speak to interpreters. I mean, it, it, we're such a multicultural country in Australia and we have to, you know, speak with interpreters at time, but I think those skills learning over there were um, just imperative to our, you know, nursing over here in Australia also. Um, also just learning, like, the cultural differences and, you know, why, you know, the, the way they they do things are so different to what, how we do it and, you know, it's very community and family. Were there any instances or any kind of things you can think of where something popped up one day that you really weren't prepared for and... Um, I think well, I think one of the one of the gobs, like you know the heart wrenching things over there was um, a lady had come in. We were just in a in a clinical setting where um, a lady was it was like a rural you know clinical setting where we had to set up clinic and um, you know the community would come into us and she had a, a tumor and there was nothing they didn't have the money to operate they just had the services over there to you know do do the care that we would do here. I mean, here we would, you know, they'd be operating straight away and they'd have, you know, chemo or whatever it may be. But whereas over there, she just had to live with it and knowing that, you know, she is going to die from that, but she's got no treatment, she's got, you know, no help. You know, we could only give her pain medication. There was only so much that we could do for her. And I think that's really hard wrenching because I think over here, you know, like we act on it straight away. They've got a chance, whereas over there... um, Sadly, they don't. And she had kids and young kids, and it, yeah, it was really heartbreaking to see. And also, a man came in and he had like blood pressure through the roof. And the um, junior doctor that was with us basically said that you know he could drop dead at any stage, but we 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 couldn't really do anything for him. We asked him to come back the next day just so we could check it, but um, they just don't have the services or the care or the money, even blood pressure medications. We were giving it out, but whether they can upkeep those things. Yeah, so it's those kind of things that were really hard to, um, you know, stomach. Did you come back appreciating Australian, the Australian system a lot more? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. Even even just the hospitals, walking through the hospitals, you know, like if they don't bring their own linen, they they sleep on a very thin mattress with no sheets, no nothing. They, the family's got to bring in their food, um, their toilets are outside, their showering areas are outside, they've got toilets outside, you know, they don't have a suite like, like we do here, and um, yeah, family, they rely on their family. The nurses aren't there keep doing the cares that we have, to, like we do here, other than giving them the medication. You don't, you don't see them around the wards like you, you do in a general hospital over here. So that was a real wake up. Even in the cleanliness of the hospital, like it was, they're just not there yet. <laughs> um, I mean, on a, a sort of different note. Um, you know, you're you're a mother. You know, you're not like a, a young, you know, twenty year old student who's used to, you know, sort of, you know, certain conditions. You know, young students are just heading out and they don't mind where they live. You're probably used to some kind of some creature comforts. How was it, you know, yeah. living over there for a, a period of time? What were your your, you know, your digs like? Yeah, well, um, you know, staying in the home stays. I mean, it was, it was we we like I loved it. Like I loved getting um, involved in the culture and. But, yeah, it was a real culture shock because they all sleep in one. Um, they all sleep, you know, obviously just in, in one area on very thin mattresses and mosquito nets over them. And 
and some had like openings on their roof and it, and it was winter so it gets quite cold. Um, and even when we were taking up their home space, they were like in our last little pool and they were sleeping in like the kitchen, the family. Um, and yeah, it's just the comforts and, you know, you don't appreciate what you got until I suppose you go over and, um, you know, sort of live it, I suppose. But on the, on the other side of things, you know, we've got a lot to learn from them as well. Like I felt like I learned so much from them and the children and, um, the way they are because they are so family and they rely on each other and the community and they're so community. Um, this is such a community feel when you go there and even like every time we you know we left the village that all the community kids would come together and we'd do a you know performance and they would do performances and it was just a real nice celebration and you could just feel that community come together and yeah I think um, yeah there was so much that we like I personally took away from them as well like just the things that we take for granted and um, yeah like yeah, I think we've just got a lot to learn. You know, we've got social media and all those things, and our kids are on iPads and just seeing kids over there. You know, just we'd bring a ball out and they would get playing for hours with us outside. You know, playing handball or skipping or um, just enjoying those little things that you know we just take for granted over here. So.